Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause cause your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Beat of the Month podcast. My name is Brian and tonight we are taking a deep dive on the game Alan Wake. Alan Wake episode 51. And tonight I'm joined with Bash. Emil. Yo, yo. Darkside. What's going on? And Melbro. I'm here. All right. So Alan Wake released exclusively for the Xbox 360 May of 2010, recently remastered, I believe, across all platforms. So we figured it'd be a good uh, good idea to, to revisit this game for those of us that have played it or to play it for the first time for those of us that have not. Um, we did a deep dive earlier on the game Control, made by the same developer, Remedy Entertainment. So we won't go into a lot of details about their previous games. If you have any uh, you know, interest in... Uh, their previous game, Control, listen to that. We go into a bit about Max Payne and Quantum Break. Yeah, otherwise, let's just get into Alan Wake. At, at a high-level overview, third-person combat game or like action-adventure game, but what gives it kind of a unique hook is that you have a flashlight and you have weapons. So whenever you see an enemy, you've got to stun them with your flashlight and then shoot them with a gun. So what, what did you guys think, I guess, just in general about how the game controls, you know, given that it is a 10-year-old game at this point, and then uh, just that that combat aspect of the game. Well, before we get into that, I just want to say the game control, uh, an amazing game. Anyone that doesn't like that game is obviously full of shit. <laughs> and uh, IGN's Game of the Year 2019, just as a reminder. But uh, uh, what do you guys think about Alan Wake now? <laughs> the controls? Is that what you were asking, Brian? Yeah, yeah, just in general, like how the game plays and, you know, the, the combat and things like that. What did you guys think of that? So when I when I first started playing it, I was like, and it, to be fair, I played, I'm going to bring this up again. I played Last of Us 2 was the last game that I played and beat. So the controls are freaking phenomenal on that game. So when I first started Alan Wake, I was like, what the hell is this shit? Like, <laughs> I felt like the the character was moving, you know, very like 90 degree angle um the controls felt like choppy but you know there's six episodes in this game and when i got to like episode like towards the end of episode two i finally like my brain kind of got used to those controls and they weren't as bad as i first thought and i think it's mostly because of that transition from last of us two to ellen wake and they were bad they were bad you just got used to it it fit the game though and for it to be a 10 year old game it like the controls weren't that bad really I thought it held up. So I had a similar issue. I, I was playing um, Call of Duty Vanguard for the last like two weeks, which is you know very much precision controlling. You know the Call of Duty controls that everybody knows and loves. And then I'm playing Alan Wake, and like you said, it's a 10, 11 year old game, and it feels off. Yeah. Um, and I did get used to it, but you know that that offness it, it was just so bizarre. The most bizarre thing about it that I didn't like was it's an over-the-shoulder first-person shooter. In, well, it's a first-person action-adventure game, but you shoot, and the camera 
wants to default on the, I think it's the right-hand side of Alan Wake, and I want it to default on the left-hand side. And in order to push it to the left-hand side, you have to click in on the right thumbstick. But it always goes back. And so it just felt like it's the opposite of what I want it to be. So I'm constantly clicking in on the right thumbstick to get the camera to move back to where I want it. The entire game. That was fucking annoying. Yeah, I but guess I, than... I did that accidentally once, and I was like, oh, I don't want it to be like this, and I clicked it back, and then that was it. So I didn't realize it would snap back all the time. For Brian it. was good on that side. You were not. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> so. it, uh, yeah, every third-person game that I played, I usually have it on the opposite side, and it was like, nope, you're going to keep, you're going to do it the way we want it. And I was like, yeah, this is 10 years old. Yeah, I, I didn't even know it did that, okay, because I was, like, trying to aim, and I always felt like my aim was off, and I would be, like, especially when, like, the em- enemies, like, ran really fast, and they were, like, blurry, or they disappear, you know, yeah. those kind of, so I'd be like, where the hell are they, you know, and I'd just keep hitting the the L1 uh, shoulder button, so that way I could, like, dodge or sprint a little bit, you know, to try to help me out, but yeah, the controls are very dated. Yeah, for me, um, so I was playing Deathloop, amazing game. God damn, it's amazing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and then I finished that, and it came to this game. And I was like, oh, shit, this game feels bad. It feels old and dated. <laughs> so I played two hours and said, fuck this game. <laughs> but um, but you don't know how, like, so I was from, so I can't speak much on the story and, you know, stuff like that, because I have only played, like, two hours of it. But you know how, like, Nintendo games, like, some they age well in terms of, like, the control. So I can pick up, like, you know, Zelda, uh, Ocarina of Time, and uh, the controls won't feel bad, you know, because some somehow Nintendo found that sweet spot. But for, like games like this, from a control standpoint, it feels like pretty dated. It feels old, like the way you're controlling the character. It, it just didn't age well to me. And that kind of yeah, controls in Ocarina of Time actually kind of suck. Thinking back on it, but do they now? That's a that's a different story, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, you know, the, although the controls kind of sucked for Alan Wake, it kind of fit the story like that's not too no because like the thing is like <laughs> you're a writer you're a yeah. writer right yeah so you're a writer you're not really a combat guy like so like you have a little flashlight and you're kind of like man i've never shot a gun you know he doesn't know and so it, it, it's kind of choppy but it kind of works that's kind of why i liked it because once i started getting the story more i'm kind of like oh it kind of kind of works in that sense like i don't know if they did that intentionally or if it's just you know convenient it, that it works yeah, out that yeah, way, yeah, that that works, yeah. that way. which I mean, i'm okay with that yeah that's exactly yeah. why i'm okay with that and other games do that too that i think melbro you said you didn't really love, like shadow of the colossus he's not like a warrior type guy and the controls are very loose and he's kind of flopping around and stuff but it's kind of that same thing where if you think like well he's not like a seasoned combat veteran it makes sense that he's kind of clunky when he's moving yeah. around and shit i think you guys are just trying to find a reason to justify some bullshit <laughs> 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 could be that could be part of it too, Melvin. Like maybe yeah. ten years ago, everybody was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" You know, I didn't play it back then, so I don't have that like nostalgia effect. Brian, you played it. What do you think about the controls? Like from then to now, did you feel like did you feel the datedness from then to now, or was it? You know, yeah, you know, you? I think part of it is that I don't have a lot of experience with shooters in general. So I'm not comparing it against a Deathloop or a Call of Duty Vanguard or the best of the best that are coming out currently. So really what hooks and we'll get into this in a bit, but the story is what hooks me in. And as long as the gameplay is passable, then I'm you know, I give it a pass myself as long as there's other aspects of the game that excel. 
and that's where yeah i didn't really have a problem with it at all you know combat wise and i i did want to touch a bit on the remastered version what does anybody know exactly what they did is it just a graphical a slight graphical update it's not this is not like a resident evil 2 where they revamped the game completely and it's considerably different it was a straight up just updated the graphics a little bit gameplay and everything was supposed to be the same and they also took out some branding thing is what i read you weren't collecting energizer batteries the entire time is that (laughs) yeah so like collect 500 thermoses no i guess like the original game like when it first came out like they had like billboards and it would say some stuff for like advertising or something and this game just has bright fall stuff that's it it doesn't have anything else i know that was like a there was was something i read about Early in, in the game, when you're in a car, it says Microsoft Sync. So I'm guessing that was oh. probably removed yeah. for the because yeah. uh, it's multi-platform. I, I didn't now. see that anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, it was like a big Microsoft Sync. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, jumping back to the controls really quick. Um, I've played a lot of Remedy games. I played Max Payne 1 and 2. And playing those games back then, you know, the controls felt good at the time. But if you jump into them now... They're a little choppy, a little bit floaty, you know, not exactly great. And since I have played those and I played um, Max Payne, or what is it, Alan Wake and Control, you can kind of see an evolution of them refining their control set because they all basically control the same. But once you get to Control, the actual game Control, you can see how much the gameplay has evolved and they've refined that too the level that it is today to make it a game of the year 2019 ign melvin did you like the control controls or no like uh the, the controls and control were good yeah okay. that's about that's about it though <laughs> so, <laughs> so you needed alan wake story in control and you would have been good i mean like, even alan wake story i don't know man i like are you playing as this arthur you know that's not like yeah. uh, a character that i'm really interested in like i, I like reading books but like People who write books are pretty, uh, pretty lame. But I like reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a guy you want to have a drink with at a bar, you know. People, like, yeah. people who can <laughs> make a living off of their art and talent, they're lame. <laughs> like trying to have a drink at a bar with an author. What are you guys going to talk about? <laughs> what if he puts you in a book, man? What if he bases a character off of you? Do you want to get into the story then a bit, Emil? Just kind of like, not necessarily the specifics of each chapter, but like a high level of, of what the story is? Yeah, so like the high overarching and dark side, you can help me explain um, if I butcher some things. Um, basically, you start off that you're headed to a town. Bright uh, Falls. Kind of, Bright Falls, yeah. Basically to get away, kind of like to sit down and write a story. You get there, everybody like knows who you are. You're like this established writer, and then later on, like your your wife goes missing, and you don't know who took her. You kind of have a vague memory of her going into a lake, and you're trying to figure out who took her, what's going on. You start seeing these shadows, this like 
paranormal kind of like darkness. Yeah, they call it the darkness. Yeah. The darkness, yep. And they, they kind of attack you or follow you and kind of distort like reality. And you don't know if it's like you're, you get in a car accident, you don't know if it's from hitting your head from the car accident. You don't know if like you're losing your mind. At one point in the game, you go see a psychiatrist and he's like, look, your wife died and you haven't been able to heal yourself and you're having these delusions. So you're kind of like, what's real, what's not? And, you know, you have your friend Barry, who's like your promoter or producer, uh, not producer, but he's like, like your manager. Agent or something. manager, agent. Yeah, exactly. And he kind of is like, no, I, this is really happening. Like, you know, I believe everything you're telling me and everything like that. And then from there, you kind of, get into trouble here with the police they suspect you of uh i don't even know why you get a why you're getting arrested but you end up in jail do you remember why dark side we end up in jail uh there's that fbi agent whose name escapes me but he's got yeah. a fucking hard on for you yeah and he's like straight up trying to kill you from the beginning of the game like after your wife goes missing he's basically like you know i'm gonna shoot first and ask questions later Right. And I, since I haven't actually finished the game, I don't know if they ever pay that off. But this is it's one of those games where it's a lot of it is uh, just bizarre for the sake of being bizarre. You know, yeah. Like Remedy does that shit. So does he think that you killed the wife or something? Or? So he thinks he thinks you had something to do with it or or, or you're causing issues like in the town. And and then. What what else is uh, what else happens is like there's this lady the nightingale is that I think that's her name she's like basically kind of controlling the darkness you end up getting like this clicker it's like a almost like a garage opener it kind of looks like one of those it basically like you don't know if it's in your head that if you can control like daylight or this actually controls anything or it's just in your head right because you're still kind of at that teeter-tottering point where you don't know what's real and what's not and then basically you end up kind of coming to this realization that this writer before you like didn't do things correctly and didn't come up with a balance like with the story and the ending so then alan wake realizes basically like editors or i think the guy's name is thomas zane thomas zane yeah yeah is like Basically, he didn't do something right, so his story didn't turn out the way he wanted it to, and he's kind of editing your story or causing issues with your story, so you have to kind of figure out that balance. And then once you realize that, you start kind of rewriting the story in your own way, and you rewrite it to save your wife, but then you almost like switch places with her. So like your wife was in the, the ocean or the, uh, the lake, and Alan Wake rewrites it to where he takes her place and she comes back out. So it's kind of like, that's kind of where they leave you. And like, I read some like theories and they were basically saying like, Alan restored the balance that way. And basically he said, oh, it's not a lake, it's an ocean. So it's even deeper than what we think <laughs> it is. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I got out of it. The whole game is kind of structured uh, like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, um, there are different episodes, and they don't necessarily make a lot of sense, but they're always interesting. Yeah, I've never played this game before, but I don't think you're spoiling anything for me because I don't have any <laughs> fucking idea what you're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I can't. I can't follow what you guys. Say. <laughs> 
it sounds interesting though. Yeah. 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 So, kind of on that vein, Melbourne, do you like games that just throw out wacky shit or like like Control did the same thing where it's so bizarre when you first start playing it. I personally love that kind of stuff yeah. where it's just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and maybe even you beat the game and you don't quite understand yeah. what's going on, but it's just bizarre, it's crazy, it's trying something new. No, they, I don't like I don't right. like playing games that don't make sense. No. So so they're saying when you go to this when you go to but You Bridge, love Mario Brothers. Yeah. When you go to Bridge Falls, they're saying like your story that you write comes to life. So like at that point you don't know if Alan Wake is writing this or you know what I mean and what he's writing or thinking. Like he doesn't even remember writing the story. He's like I don't even remember writing this story, you know. So it's like he was like under the lady's spell like you the nightingale or whatever like you must write, you know, your story or whatever and and she wants his story for some reason, but is that like the editor saying that cuz they want to push the story out? Like it's there's so many like different like thoughts behind it, you know. And throughout it's, the course of the game, you're you're finding pages of a manuscript yes. that is like you've already written the book kind of or something, mm-hmm. but you're you're playing it out in real life, and that's yeah. what it's very it's similar to control and like okay something has already happened, although it seems like I'm at the beginning, but events mm-hmm. have already taken place. It's almost like there's some kind of a time paradox that's taking place that yeah. makes things confusing, but also makes things really interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yep. There's a point in the game. Um, which pretty much sums up the whole game, where you you're in prison, and that FBI motherfucker is basically yelling at you through the bars about something. I don't know what he's yelling at, but he's just like bitching at you and saying yada yada yada. And then he stops and he goes, "Wait a minute!" He goes into a shirt and he pulls out a page of the manuscript and he's like, "What the hell?" And then the darkness pulls him from the yeah. door that's to the side. And then when you go and you pick up that paper, you read that he knew what happened to him prior to what happened to him because it was on the manuscript that he read. Mm-hmm. But he didn't realize it, so he got fucked anyways. So there's another theory, Dark Side, to your point. So they're saying that manuscript could have been written by Alan Wake and then his, like, the other guy is Thomas Zane. So, like, you know how you see, like, I don't know if you got to that part yet. Like, I think in episode six, like, you'll face Alan Wake's looking at Alan Wake but some people are saying Alan Wake is looking at like Thomas Zane or somebody else, mm. and that's how the story's already written. So you're playing as Thomas Zane, maybe at that point. Like it's weird, you know. Like you don't know who you are. Yeah, so. and plus there's the darkness floating around, which is basically like the smoke monster from Lost. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's uh, influencing people and turning them, you know, into the dark evil people who are attacking you, mm-hmm. and also supposedly it's in affecting you in a way that it's trying to get you to write the story it wants you to write yes so it, it's it's all very bizarre and it's constant throughout the, the game it's it's it has a narrative and it makes sense while you're playing it but each episode doesn't necessarily make sense as a whole story at least maybe at least not yet I mean it seems like it's uh, it's very very interesting but not necessarily cohesive. let's get in a little bit to kind of start back at the beginning of the game and get more into like kind of the the set pieces that the game puts you in or, or some of the gameplay loops so the game right at the beginning 
starts out pretty action-packed. I think, like, you're driving, and you end up hitting a hitchhiker or something, and then you're, like, getting right into the action where there's, like, you're running across a bridge, and it's getting destroyed, and then you're trying to make it to, like, different light sources, and you're picking up, like, a gun, and there's some voice, like, some light is just telling you, like, get the gun, get the flashlight. And yeah. it, it, it And then you're in, like, some cabin, and there's TVs that have, like, eyeballs on them and stuff. And it, I thought it did a really good job of, like, hooking you in immediately before then they kind of take you back out and then you're taking that boat ride into the town yeah and then it kind of eases you back into the beginning of the story and then yeah like a meal that you said where his wife kind of goes missing Mm -hmm. um but i thought the game did a really good job in that first intro scene of of getting you kind of excited to play the game melvin begs to differ i think (laughs) yeah what did you think of just that first 15 minutes melvin You, you weren't hooked by that at all uh no the controls were bad for me um the story didn't make any sense uh enemies were disappearing in the thin air i got a fucking flashlight like what the fuck is this game (laughs) the flashlight aspect i think is really cool because you have to balance like two sets of ammo that you have to use at both like one one ammo is just the batteries and then the other one is the, the actual gun ammo so you're constantly managing between like needing to reload both of those and use both of those and and so I, I I thought the general gameplay, even story aside, which I thought was excellent, but general gameplay I thought was was really fun. Have you ever walked outside and just found batteries just laying around? <laughs> how do how do you just find batteries when you're going on a walk? I mean, you've got to have some suspension of disbelief when you play these types of games. Like, yeah, you yeah. go to you go to Muff's Sex Dungeon, you find batteries everywhere, yeah. and and, uh, and uh, ammo too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you're you're not wrong, Melvin. But like yeah. one one aspect of that that I didn't necessarily like, but I got over it was the fact that your flashlight ran out of batteries like within seconds. Oh, dude, yeah, that was so annoying. <laughs> well, that's because you're like you're putting extra energy into it to give it like it'd be like if you took a flashlight and put it into like super mode or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Can light those guys up. But like, it's kind of funny because I, I don't know how many times I've done that. Like I'd put it in that super mode or whatever, and then I'd be it'd be empty, and I'd be shooting the guy, and I'm like, why isn't he dying right now? And I'm like, oh crap, I had to hit triangle now yeah. to freaking get my battery going, and then I can you know take his health down or whatever. And like one battery wouldn't fill up your meter all the way. I'd be yeah. like, what the fuck? It's a battery. It should fill it up all the way. <laughs> yeah, it's like get those lithium batteries. Right? Yeah, yeah. Can we get lithium batteries. <laughs> yeah, they thought of everything. <laughs> So then after and then, that first, or go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, in, when you started, like, fighting guys like Stucky, the owner, and stuff like that, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, is is Alan Wake, like, thinking this stuff? And he's, like, killing innocent people? Is that why the cops are after him? You know, like, you start thinking, like, different, like, <laughs> scenarios, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that was kind of cool. You know, yeah, that was, he sees I kinda the like world, that. or is that really what's happening? Right, exactly. Yeah, like, Emil, what you, with that boss, so the first level is pretty much, you get into town, and yeah. like you said, everybody knows you. And that, there's that scene with the jukebox where you play coconut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love those stuff like brothers, that. Those yeah, old like, fucks. Play, play number six. Yeah. He says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so, yeah, really, you're just I think at that point going through like a sawmill and then you're trying to get to, to a gas station. And then, yeah, Stucky, who I think is the owner of the gas station, you end up fighting him. He's kind of like the first boss. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was just really cool. Like you're in the sawmill, the logs are all like swaying around and then it's all stormy or the darkness is there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. you're running to different light sources to like fend off the enemies. That first level, which 
full disclaimer on this play i beat the game a long time ago but this playthrough that's all i made it to was the end of chapter one but i thought it was really good i it left me you know wanting to play more i made it to that point that's where i died at and i said yeah this isn't for me (laughs) yeah that was it for me uh about the uh the enemies and the or the bosses um i did like every once in a while they would say weird shit you know, like yeah. if they worked at a diner or something like that, they'd be like, you want some coffee? And then like they'd try to like stab you to death or whatever. <laughs> or, you know, just randomly like I'd listen to what they were saying as they're charging at you and they would just come up with random things based off whatever, wherever you were at. Like if you were near a fish mill or the sawmill or whatever, they'd be like, it's time to saw some wood. You know? <laughs> yeah. So this was all of his writing. Like he like created, I'm still confused on the story. Like he created this, <clears throat> this world. So, so they say like when you go to that town, your whatever you write or think about like comes to life, right? I that's like the like whole that. like that's like the whole mis- mysterious like part of like Bridge Falls, and they said like a writer did this before, who was Thomas Zane, like the one we're talking about, like and another editor, and but I guess his story didn't have a balance, and he didn't have like a balance to his ending or something like that, so you almost feel like that guy or that editor is kind of like interfering with your story to try to correct it or edit it. Like as an editor, Alan Wake realizes like when he's forced by the nightingale, like the darkness to write his story, she like forces him basically like, finish your manuscript. So he sits down and he's like, Thomas Dane never had the balance. So like, that's when he like created the ending where he's going to switch with his wife and then Very he nice. brings her back and he's gone. So that's kind of, I think that's like the overall, like big picture of it, and I could be wrong. Yeah, it's, it's that, a lot of it's open to interpretation. Yeah, um, but uh, it's I, mean, I like it. All right, so then after chapter one, yeah, like I said, I, I didn't play any further recently. So, Emil, do you just want to kind of go through? You, you can go either yeah. chapter by chapter, or just hit the highlights of the rest of the game, however you want to do it. Yeah, so so episode two is called the Taken, and um, so you get a call from like a kidnapper. And he basically tells you, like, I got your wife, blah, blah, blah. If you want to see her, give me the manuscript. Like, give me the story. And you're like, whoa, whoa, like, I haven't even written it yet. Like, what are you talking about? I don't, you know, I need time. And he's like, well, okay, fine. You got two days, basically. And you're like, okay. So you um, end up telling Barry that your wife's kidnapped. And then you go to, like, meet the kidnapper and then I think when you meet the kidnapper, the darkness comes and you're like at this dock. And then yeah, that's you have when all you these... find the old woman or when she yes. first kind of uh, makes herself known. Yeah. So the nightingale is kind of known. And then it goes to episode three, I think, from there. Right, Dark Side? Is that when you I think you might fall into the water and like this. I think Alan Wake actually falls into the water. Yeah. Is that and then something like, this, like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, this and, like light comes. And the kidnapper never actually had your wife. So, yes. I mean it was kinda So he's basically just being shady. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so he never had your wife. And then um so you kinda of fall into the water and then like this like almost like spacesuit. You just see like three lights from like this spacesuit guy kinda of reaching his hand out for you to grab you. And then it goes to episode three. Which is that's when you're at the uh, the psychiatrist's uh, house or place or whatever it is. What's yeah. it? Harmon? Hartman? Hartman? Hart- Hartman or something? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're at Hartman. He he's telling you, "Hey, 
you're basically delusional. Your wife died a long time ago and you don't know how to cope with it and you keep relapsing and this keeps happening to you. And he kind of basically drugs you into thinking like this is like it's almost like a shutter island type thing. Like your wife's gone, dude. You need to come back to reality and realize what's going on here. But, you know, Alan Wake still doesn't believe it. And he finds Barry. He ends up finding his friend Barry there, like locked up in a closet with like his Alan Wake cutout cardboard for like <laughs> book sales or whatever. Yeah. So like it, we should say that Barry is the fucking <laughs> comic relief of the game. It, sometimes it, it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's like, dude, shut up. Like he's yeah. annoying sometimes, but sometimes he is. He is funny. Um. So then you end up escaping from the like psych- psychiatrist or whatever. And I forget what happens after that, Darcy. Do you remember? Like, well, the 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 kidnapper actually was working for Hartman. Uh, it was a okay. fake. It was a fake bullshit, uh, basically, so Hartman could could get uh, Alan Wake. Um, and what happens is the darkness ends up going to uh, to that place and um, fucking everything up and taking over Hartman, I believe. Episode four is called the Truth. And okay, no, so episode four is all that dark side talking to Hartman and everything. Yep. Episode three was Ransom, which basically okay, so Rose Marigold, um, in order to get the transcript to because the kidnapper wants to exchange for releasing his wife. So I'm not, I forget, is Rose Marigold? I don't know who she who she was. I can't she remember. Was who the, she was the uh, the diner waitress? She was obsessed oh with yeah yeah yeah. So she was game. under the Nightingale spell. That's what it was, right? The mm-hmm. Nightingale basically said, "Tell Alan Wake to come, so we can you know, um, basically we need his help to to basically trick him to to go there, and so they can get the manuscript." I don't know. And then Dark said, "What happened after that?" I'm like trying to remember what chapter are we on chapter five was there any so, cool like gameplay sequences that happened like while you're doing all this stuff um no <laughs> no there there was but it's like so there it's um so hard to like keep straight so at some point uh you end up on um, one of the sequences that come to mind you end up on a farm right and you're at the farm of the two brothers from the very beginning of the game because they were both um they both in a band. I, which the name of the band escapes it's, me. But it's it was, like Ragnar something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was basically yeah. like um, uh, Ra- or Ragnarok rock or, or Valhalla or like rock that, or yeah. some shit like that, where they were like Norse mythology. Um, but you end up on their farm, and uh, they have a big stage in the back, and it's you and Barry, and Barry starts turning the lights on so that because the light protects you in the game. And all these enemies just start coming at you. And you basically, it's just wave after wave of enemies. There's like three or four waves that just come at you. And you're picking them off left and right and throwing flashbangs. And it was a pretty awesome sequence. And And there's like a concert going on at the time, right? Or something? No, no, no concert. It's it's like thing, but you're getting rushed by like all the darkness. They're all just coming at you. And, like, you're on stage, but you can, like, run and go get ammo, run and go get, like, the shotgun. You get a bigger flashlight. Um, Barry will, like, do something where, like, he sets off, like, the stage and, like, fireworks and stuff shoot out so more light comes out. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. And the music is going. <laughs> There's music. So, like, you're running to, like, a, like, a, it was, like, a pretty funny, like, not funny, but, like, a chill song type thing. 
but you're sitting there just blasting people away, you know? So it's kind of like, it's pretty cool. That was the most memorable scene of the entire game for me. Like, yeah. Even though it, it's been like, you know, eight years since I played it, out of everything, that is the one scene that I specifically remembered was that when you're on stage fighting all those guys and that music is playing. It was reminiscent of that scene in, near the end of Control when you're kind of going through that hotel and that you're wearing the headphones and the music is playing. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the clicker episode, I think that was episode five. That was like the... You, you end up like going with this lady, Cynthia, I think, Weaver. Is it Cynthia Weaver? I, for, I forget the lady's name. But you end up going in like this tunnel. And this is after like you get in like the helicopter. And all of a sudden you hear like Barry like screaming and their plane crashes or whatever. And you're like to the old lady, you're like, she's going to show you like this light. And like this where, hey, this can change everything. If you follow me, we can go to where I saved this. Like she's like the keeper of light, they call her or something like that. And it's like an underground tunnel. But you're like you hear Barry and like um, the sheriff lady screaming for like help. And you're like, I'm going to go up after them. So you go up and you go find the wreck and they're they're still alive and you go find them and they're fighting off the uh, the darkness and the ladies, you know, the old lady's like, I'm going this way. I'll meet you at the, like, this, the top of the peak or whatever. And so you go to the top of the peak, and you finally get to the vault or whatever where she's trying to get you. And it's just this, like, clicker. It's just literally like a, like a, it looks like a doorbell. Yeah, it looks like a doorbell or, like, a, like yeah. a tiny garage door opener or something like that. Mm. And so then Alan Wake is like, oh, I know what to do. Like, he has, like, this revelation or something. He's like... You know, I know what to do now. Uh, I, you know, Thomas Zane didn't do this correctly, so I'm going to use this clicker and it'll change everything. And then it goes to episode six, which is like the episode you're on now, Dark Side. Basically, yeah. it gets like really bizarre, um, where like it makes even like less sense in this. You know, <laughs> like more stuff is going on, and basically in episode six, you end up like making your way to the darkness and it keeps getting more intense and there's like this volcano uh this tornado that you're fighting and you take these flares and you start shooting the heart of the vol the tornado in order to destroy it because light destroys it and you end up going face to face with the nightingale lady and she's got like a hole in her and you take the clicker <laughs> and you literally oh yeah and you actually like hold her or like hug her and then you click the button and all this light shoots through her and she like basically explodes and it shows like the whole town and everything going back to normal and like the rocker brothers are there like normal again everybody's having a good time but then like it pans to the uh the waitress lady and she's sitting there kind of looking a little weird and then in the background in the window you see the nightingale lady still and that's the whole like thing where Alan Wake is like finishing up his story and doing the whole ending piece and Alice comes out of the water and then it like basically ends right there. She's like, Alan, Alan, and like Alan's nowhere to be found. Hmm. And that's pretty much how it ends. Were there any other types of bosses in this game? Like Stucky from the first level was kinda like a boss because he moves yeah. really fast and I, I think there introduces almost like normal enemies later on, but I mean, are there any some... other like 
boss I feel like there's some encounter. chainsaw guys and some hammer guys, but there's nothing really like... I don't know, Dark Side, unless I'm missing something, but I don't think there's anything like boss fight worthy. It's more like just a mob rush at you. Yeah, there's... Uh, it's mostly, like you said, like mob rush. Um, yeah. There are some... I mean, because basically everything, every enemy in the game is a real person or a real thing that's been taken over by the darkness. So, I mean, you're fighting people, not uh, not monsters per se. But you um, are fighting like cranes and stuff. Yeah, that's and, like, what I was going to bring up. Equipment. Oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're right. There's there's a point where yeah. you fight a crane. There's a point where um, um, I think it's like, uh, uh, what is that farm machinery that uh, like rips up all the the crops or whatever that has a big like blade a crane. on the front? Like a grain or uh, like a saw, yeah, like something combine. like that. There's yeah. like one of those things that like drives around after you that you got to fight because um, it's possessed by the darkness. So I mean, there's stuff like that, but uh, um. I think what makes it hard to explain this game is it's like so like open to interpretation, like Dark Side was saying, and, and there's like so many different like like at at one point in the game, I don't even know what chapter it was. Um, you're like running and you're trying to go to the darkness. Like you're trying to go to the source. Like you're trying to go back to the lake. I think Cauldron Lake is that what yep. it's called? Yeah, you're trying to go there, and that's like towards the end of the game. And you're trying to go there, and like all this stuff is just falling from the sky, like just big parts of machinery. You got a bus floating in the air. Like it's just like random stuff. Like trying to block you and saying like mm. get away. You know, like stop. You know, chasing me or you'll pay and stuff like that. So, yeah, and that's so, like, one of part of the thing. Like. Um there will be parts of where the where there's just a big you know wall of like the darkness and it's, it'll throw random shit at you whatever's just lying around like oh there's a tire i'll throw that shit at you yeah you know so like everything in the game could be an enemy per se melvin's going to go buy an ellen wake shirt tomorrow now <laughs> right melvin Emil, <laughs> a question for you bro so you are yeah, first started playing this game and you thought it was shit and uh, yeah. is the only reason that you finished it because we gave you shit about it <laughs> no, honestly, like, part of it was like, okay, I need to finish this because it's, you know, it's a deep dive. And I, and I kind of want to, if, if, I, if I was going to think it was shit, I wanted to, like, validate, like, hey, it was shit, you know? Right. But then, like, I kind of like the story, man. Like, I really like, I honestly like the story more than the gameplay. Like, I like the concept of the story more than the gameplay. And I, to me, like, the controls did feel dated. But then, like, I'm like, okay, he's a writer. He's trying to solve a mystery. He's trying to figure out. And you kind of wanted to – I just wanted to know what, what happens, like what's going to happen, what's what's going to unfold. And that kind of drew me into the game, honestly. But, I mean, the controls are okay. They're not, you know, the greatest. But there's been worse controls, too, before. Right. You How know? was the driving so, controls? Because I forgot was there was even no, driving God, in there. God, the driving was awful, dude. Every time I turned, <laughs> I turned the wrong way. Every time I reversed, I'd go the opposite way. I was reversing. I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, and then yeah. like you're turning, your turning is so sensitive and shit. And I'm just like, what the f like reversing was, was a huge issue. Oh my God. I don't know why it was so overly difficult. It would yeah. move the camera. It would yep. move the opposite way you wanted to go. And, yep. and it was so weird. But, yeah. uh, yeah. One thing, um, just random fact, um, this started off as an open world game, um, oh, shit. where, you know, they basically, they didn't have the money to do it. So they had to narrow it down and be a more you know story focused um 
what's the fucking term I'm thinking of? Like more linear? Linear, linear yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Uh, but you can kind of still see those open world qualities to the game, especially in the driving sequences, because you can get out and walk around. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you, if you walk some places, it would take you forever, probably. Yeah, it was just filled with you know, like random There There's long nothing. driving parts, Brian, I would say. Was like, there a scene where, where there was combat and driving? I, I vaguely remember like running over guys with the car. You yeah, can hit guys happened? with the car. Yeah, you can hit guys with the car, but it wasn't like any like epic like. Oh, all it right. wasn't like Last of Us Two where like you're shooting, <laughs> you know, like yeah. you're driving the car and shooting and shit like that. Like there was none of that. It was basically like you bump and hit the guy and it's yeah. kind of like oh, turn okay, your high beams it. on and then, yeah. and then run them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the there one wasn't thing any that I... of that. The one thing I thought was interesting to your point, Darkside, about I didn't know that it was going to be an open world game, but on the back of the box, it mentions like, oh, Alan Wake is it's like a TV show. And then with Quantum Break, the game they did after that, they really leaned into that TV show aspect to where I even think it, it had like full episodes of a TV show you would watch in between levels or something like that. And then they really maybe it was due to the, the lack of success of Quantum Break. They really scaled that back where control is not set up like that at all to where it's not compartmentalized at all because it's like an open Metroidvania type of game. So I thought that was interesting that they they had the TV show idea or they had an open world idea for Alan Wake, scaled it to a TV show, really leaned into the TV show idea and then completely kind of got rid of it for control. Yeah, I forgot to mention also in Alan Wake, which is kind of weird, was the TV aspect mm-hmm. with like you'd see like strange things or whatever. And you'd see like episodes of like a, almost like a twilight zone episode. Yeah. Or night something. Springs. Like, or yeah. Night Springs. Or yeah. Something. yeah. And then you'd also see yourself like writing the manuscript. And you're like, what the hell's going on, dude? Like, yeah. how am I watching myself? You know what I mean? So that was kind of cool. Like you're literally watching yourself on a TV, writing the manuscript and talking to yourself and walking up and down, like in that room with the typewriter where you're writing the script, you know, were there multiple the episodes of that Night Springs show yeah. in, yeah, in the game? Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw one of them I think in there the was first a... level. <laughs> it was really cool. I think there's I really 16. I think there's 16 different episodes or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. or something like that. Because I, I have, a, I, like, checked my stats or whatever, and I, I guess I saw, like, 11 of them. Oh, I saw I them all, know. baby. I got, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> I got that gold trophy. Get that, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Darkseid, you got a platinum this game? Probably not. I'm not gonna play it a nightmare. I suck on easy, so Dude, it's yeah, it's I mean, the only thing like I'm glad it was like linear because the map was kinda like the way they had the, like the little radar in the corner with like you go to this yellow dot. Yeah. That that helped me push through the game because I feel like I was like, Okay, it's not too hard to get from one destination to the other. You kinda know which which way you're going, you know? Rather than being an open world, I could be like, okay, where the hell am I going? What the hell's going on? You know, I'm kind of glad it was linear, actually. Me too. Yeah, if this was yeah. an open world, like, just figure it out game, I would have probably dropped I it. probably Same. I agree. There's also some DLC to this game. Anybody play any of the DLC? I couldn't find it. I'm probably just an idiot, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have not played it yet, but because I haven't finished the base game, but I will play it as soon as I'm done. I remember playing one chapter that was really combat focused and, and quite difficult. I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember if it gives any kind of closure to the story. Uh, I did not play the last. I think there was only two DLC packs. I, I didn't play the, the last one. So maybe that does give some more closure to the story. I'm not too sure. But Do you guys know if they're making another Ellen Wake? I think that they haven't announced it yet, but I think that that's okay. kind of what they want to do. 
Really? Um, I know that their uh, remedy's working on um, a control to. Okay. Um, but because uh, I know, like at the end of this game, like in the credits, it says like Alan Wake's story continues, and then it just says like dot dot dot. So like, I was just curious, you know. Yeah, I believe yeah. some of that is resolved in the the DLC, which I'm afraid, okay. so I don't know. Um, yeah. And then I did the dumb thing, and in Control, there's DLC that has Alan Wake in it. Spoiler. Oh. Um, but I didn't necessarily understand it, because I hadn't finished Alan Wake at the time. Yeah. So I probably, once I finish all of this, I might go back and play that again. They, they were saying his wife is in Control, like Alice Wake. Like, is she... In control? Do you guys know? I don't remember. Like, okay. Yeah, as far as I know, the links in the base... Now, I didn't play any of the control DLC, but mm-hmm. I know in the base game, I believe they mention... I don't know if they ever specifically say Alan Wake, but they mention vaguely about a things writer, that happen to an author. Maybe they mention Bright Falls in control. I don't remember, but there was definitely links to contr- or links to Alan Wake in control, but I don't know if yeah. it, how specific it was other than... Yeah, that DLC that Dark said you said that you played. I kind of liked when he was narrating like stuff in his head too. Like it was pretty cool. Yeah, like, the, the presentation game. of the game is yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool because it like honestly like, and I really mean it. Like the story kept me going. It wasn't the controls. It wasn't like the. It was like what's going to happen next. Kind of like I want to know what's going on. That that yeah. kind of itch to figure out what's up. You know kept you wanting more and that's kind of why i got drawn into it i think yeah it's got that whole twin peaks quality that whole yeah. lost quality you know the, yeah exactly there, there's this like weird shit's going on i'm, I'm playing an episode what's going to happen next you know it, yeah like, each episode kind of ends on a cliffhanger you know what's mm-hmm. what's going to happen what are you going to do and and mm. i kind of get it and the fact that it's open to interpretation is kind of cool but like when he's like you know basically saying it's not a lake it's an ocean basically it's like saying like this is just like the surface of the issue or like you know it could be much deeper and that's why i'm hoping they they come out with the two and like you know they ex- kind of explain more that'd be kind of cool yeah i mean if you if you like alan wake definitely play control you i think I, i'm going to I think you will love it is it only is it on ps5 yeah okay cool yeah i'll definitely check it, it out it was then. playstation plus uh uh in when I don't know what is it November or December last year maybe or maybe it was early this year. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I got that one because it might have been before I activated because I was a lazy ass <laughs> for my PS5. All right. Any uh, I guess closing thoughts on on Alan Wake then? Maybe we should ask Melvin. Oh, there he is. My closing thoughts on this guy. I don't want Bash, to sit on him. Man. Bash, you got any uh, thoughts, man? Any any thoughts? Yeah, have you guys ever seen the movie uh, In the Mouth of Madness? Mm-hmm. It's a Sam yes. Neill movie. Kind of kind of the same premise. It's a it's about a guy. It's a Sam Neill. He's like a like lawyer that has to find this uh, writer, famous writer, horror writer that just disappeared. Oh, nice. He, he got into the occult somehow, and like sort of the same thing. Kind of, he's writing a book, and the things that are. Uh, I think kind of like the things in his book are like starting to happen, but he might be like opening like a portal to like Cthulhu and like all like <laughs> the Lovecraftian monsters and shit. It gets really fucking weird. He like goes to a town 
Yeah. They can't fucking leave, and all this weird shit happens. If, if you like the story to this, give that a shot. I don't think it's even that long either. So, Yeah, so that, um, in the Mouth of Madness, I think that the author's name in that was Foster Kane or something Sutter like Kane. that. Sutter Kane. Sutter Kane, that's right. Yeah. And um, I love that movie. It's uh, John Carpenter, and the whole premise is that the book that he wrote is driving people crazy. Yeah. Like, you read the book and you just start fucking murdering your family. It's like weird <laughs> shit like that. Um, and it has that whole, like, mind-bending aspect of, like, what's real and what isn't. And mm-hmm. it's it's very Alan Wake-ish. Or I guess yeah. Alan Wake is very much like that. I think it's only, like, 90 minutes, too, so it's, like, a good, like, just want to watch something. All right, Melvin's pumped. Let's do some <laughs> Alan Wake uh, trivia. Hold on, my uh, my my closing thoughts for Alan Wake is uh, um, I recommend you guys play this game at night because it'll help put you to sleep. Dang <laughs> hey, man, damn Melvin. All right, let's let's do some Alan Wake trivia real quick. This won't take long. Uh, these are games that have Alan in the title. Now it may not be the word Alan. Tim Alan. It may be another <laughs> word that has the letters A L A N in the title. Brian, can you add, can you add the sound effect? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that was good. <laughs> that was good. That was real good. Every time right. someone says a bad word, right. has Alan in the title again? This is not the word Alan, but just somewhere in the word, uh, the title of the game is A L A N. Um, so the first one, a puzzle game featuring Nintendo's pink puffball mascot. Nintendo Land, Our Land, uh, Kirby yeah. Avalanche, Kirby's Avalanche, yeah, Kirby's Avalanche. Yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> a Super Nintendo shooter that has a cover with an old man and a banjo. Banjo Kazooie. What if I got a Phalanx? Yeah, Bash guy. Yeah, Phalanx. <laughs> wow, That's a fun man. game, actually. If you... <laughs> Phalanx. What is that? I never heard of that. It's a shooter, isn't it, Bash? Yeah, they just. I heard the they uh, interviewed the people that made that cover in EGM. And what they literally did, they just brought in some old man and took a picture of him sitting in a rocking chair just to make their game look more unique. Yeah, nice. It's known as being like one of the most bizarre box yeah. arts ever. Yeah. I remember the uh, Angry Video Game Nerd just freaking out over that cover, like just yelling about it. What the fuck is this? <laughs> All right, next one. Nintendo snowboarding game for the GameCube. Uh, what was that, like 1080 or something like that? That was the 64. Was it 64? Wait, say that again, Brian? A Nintendo snowboarding game for the GameCube. Avalanche or something? You guys get 1080 Avalanche. <laughs> 1080 That's, Avalanche. It, it, oh my it was a sequel to 1080 snowboarding. It was for the GameCube. 1080 Avalanche. Huh. All right. This one's a little tricky, but a Nintendo exercise game, which is one of the best-selling games of all time. We fit? We fit plus with balance board with balance board. <laughs> balance. Wow. Alan. Yeah, we fit with balance board. Balance. Um, all right. Recent, 
Brian's a fucking. How did you come up with this trivia? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Crazy. I didn't even get to the answer. Like, yeah, it's bullshit. Balance <laughs> equals Alan Wake. Off. All right, all right. Recent platforming flop by Sonic creator Yuji Naka. Oh, um, I bought that stupid game. Yeah. What's it, Balan Wonderworld? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Balan Wonderland. Yep. Oh, Wonderland. Balan. Yeah. Wonderland. Yep. Yep. All right. A Taito arcade game featuring a kiwi bird. I've seen the cover for this game with a kiwi bird. Oh, is it New Zealand story? Oh, damn. Yeah. Bash got. <laughs> Holy shit. That's good. That's Bash good. is crazy. <laughs> yeah. New Zealand story. Is that- How do you know about this game, Bash? I saw it in a YouTube video. Someone, someone was it's like some European bullshit. All right. Now, I've got a few more with games featuring the word wake in the title. Games featuring the word wake. Cell shaded Zelda game. Wind Waker. You got it. Yep. Neil got it. All right. The first Fire Emblem game for the 3DS. Awakening. Yes, Fire yeah. Emblem Awakening. And then while I was looking, there's many games that have the word awakening in the title. Can you name any more? Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening, yes. Mm, Link's Awakening DX. <laughs> that would also yeah, that would also count. Bash got me good. <laughs> awakening. Hmm. Any others you guys can think of? Uh no. There was I was surprised. I mean there was Devil May Cry 3 is Dante's, oh, Awakening. Dante's Awakening. Uh, there was Dragon Age Inquisition Awakening or something <laughs> like that. There was like a uh what is that? Uh The Three Kingdoms, the Bash, you know what game I'm talking about. The uh, the Chinese romance strategy the, game. Yeah, yeah. One the, of those had Awakening. Uh, Unreal Tournament 2 was oh, the Awakening or some bullshit <laughs> like that. Um, is that right. a Robert De Niro movie, Awakenings? <laughs> I don't know if they had a video game adaptation of that. That's a missed opportunity. They should have done that to video games. Pretty cool. <laughs> All right, last one. A naval combat game for the original Xbox. This was with Wake in the title? With Wake in the title. Iron Rude, Wake a, Rude Awakening, I don't know. This was Blood Wake. Oh, Blood Wake. Wake was the name of that. Hmm. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Beat of the Month. Muff is not here, so I'll run down where people can find us on social media. It's pretty much everywhere you can think of with Beat of the Month. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Beat of the Month. On Twitter, add an S to the end, Beat of the Month. You can visit our website, beatofthemonth.com. Send us an email at beatofthemonth at gmail.com. Give us an episode suggestion. We will likely take you up on that. Otherwise, that concludes our deep dive of Alan Wake and next week we will be back looking at racing games We're gonna take a look at our racing games we played for the last month and then our favorite racing games of all time in the follow-up episode uh, again this has been beat of the month and we thank you for listening speaking of wake melvin wake up man <laughs> brian you did that way better than muff ever did Shit. Hey, no. let's not be yeah. <laughs> muff brings his own certain flair to these things in a, in a month muff I, is just gonna send me a text fuck you dark side no Muff, find us on Tinder, find us on Bumble, find us on <laughs> Beat of the Month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, thanks, uh, everyone. You know. Thanks, everyone. Peace out. All right, y'all.